Stay up till your eyeballs bleed. This is Mega Maker episode 51. So I've been back from Las Vegas and the MicroConf conference for about a week now. And for today's video, I thought I would share with you the first part of the talk I gave in Las Vegas. And this is really my story, how I went from working a full-time job to earning an independent income making things on the internet. And so, yeah, I thought I'd share this first part with you. Enjoy. All right. What was my music? I specifically said I wanted some heavy metal. That's what I wanted. Um, this is my official sounding bio. I got started in SaaS in 2008, uh, worked for different startups, eventually became the product manager at Sprintly. You might have heard one of my podcasts. But the truth is, is I'm just an idiot that Mike and Rob found on the internet. <laughs> and uh, by the end of this talk, I want you guys to think like, man, if this guy can make it work, I can make it work, because <laughs> I'm just a jackass. Another thing I do understand, though, is I understand where you're at right now. Uh, you're here because you're not satisfied with the way things are. You want your life to be better. And you know, for me, this was all about sitting in traffic. One hour into the office, one hour back. Anyone sit in traffic right now? Anyone have to drive to the office? And it killed me. It killed me. I, I'm in traffic, and I'm, you know, like, going to the office, and I just hate it. I hate driving cars. I would way rather ride a bike. And I'm just like, man, I, I wish I wasn't here. How could my life be better? And I think for a lot of us, it's kind of like we know life can be better, but we have no imagination for what that might look like, right? So it's like, we know there's a better, you know, there's a great peak out there, but we don't know, like, what that looks like. And then sometimes what happens, for me, it was like listening to Rob and Mike in my car. I discovered that people could make an independent income from digital products. And those people became my hero, right? Jason Freed. And I was like, okay, that's, I got to be like them. And the question we all ask, of course, is, how the hell did they get up there? Right? How did they do that? How can I do that? How do you go from no audience, no idea, no revenue, to quitting your job? Is there anyone in here that wants to know how to do that? Is there anyone? Okay. Make some noise. Do you guys want to do that? Is that what you want to do? Oh, yeah. All right. So let's start with my journey. And again, I'm just an idiot. I'm a jackass on the internet. Like, this is just my story, but maybe there's some things you can learn from it. So I started in software late, 2008, 28 years old, and I had to start at the bottom. I had worked in nonprofits before that, and this guy called me and gave me a job, but I worked at customer support, answering the phones. But that year, I discovered two things that would change my life. 
The first was Getting Real by 37 Signals. Any, how, how, who's read this? This blew my mind. Just gave me this vision for like, you can build this stuff. You can build something that helps people and you can deliver it through the internet and they'll pay you for it. Uh, if you haven't read this yet, it's still online. You can get it and download it for free. Man, that air conditioning is so freaking loud, hey? <laughs> it's like up here it's not as loud, but out there it's like, it's loud. Um, the second thing was startups for the rest of us. I heard, I found it somehow, I had two hours every day, and I heard Rob and Mike talking about this stuff, and it gave me an imagination for what was possible. For the first time in my life, I realized it could be different. You can make an independent income selling stuff on the internet. You guys remember when you had that thought, like, wow, this is possible, and maybe that thought is what brought you here. I had two big obstacles in my way. No time. How many of you guys feel like you got no time? All right. How come I had no time? I have four kids. Uh, I have a 14-year-old daughter, a 9-year-old son. Uh, wait, no. 14-year-old <laughs> daughter, 11-year-old son. I skipped one. A 9-year-old son and a 7-year-old son. Uh, and this is what my schedule looks like, you know, looked like. Get the kids to school at 7 a.m., drive to the office at 8, 8 a.m., work from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., eat dinner at 6 p.m., help the kids with homework and chores, maybe have a little bit of time to talk to my wife, and then just collapse in an exhausted heap at the end of the day. How many of you have a schedule like this right now? Yeah, it's hard. So I had two things to overcome. Number one, I needed to find more time, and number two, I needed to make some money to support my family. I was the primary income earner for the family, and I needed money. I couldn't just quit my job and, and have no money, right? So first, I did some things to try to find more time. Tried waking up early, staying up late. You know, I, I tried the Gary V uh, program for a while, where he's like, just stay up till your eyeballs bleed. <laughs> it's like, That's bad advice. <laughs> I was working on the bus, working during my lunch hour. What worked? It took four years to do this. I got a remote job. That's what worked, because when I got the remote job, it eliminated the two-hour commute and gave me some time to work on some stuff on the side. And in that time, I started a podcast with my friend Kyle Fox. Kyle's here. Where's Kyle? Right there. Give this guy a hand right now. Because Kyle, Kyle probably hates that I did that. But uh, it was Kyle's idea to start the podcast. And, if he, uh, and he really pursued me. He's like, we got to do this. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I just got some free time. And he, he's the one that made me do it, basically. And we were both product managers. And so we thought, okay, we're both product managers. We're both trying to build great products for our employers. Let's talk to the best product people in the world. And so we started interviewing people, and we started building an audience of product people. I, originally, we thought it would be product managers, but eventually it was like people like you, people that were interested in building a product themselves. And around the same time, I started uh, a newsletter. Uh, people were interested in, you know, whenever I wrote about products, so I started a newsletter. And this is the key part. So up till now, building a little audience, you know, this is the next part, the important part. I noticed people were asking some of the same questions 
over and over again. Uh, here's an example of one. How can I keep myself motivated as a solo founder? And I thought, okay, I'm going to dig into this a bit, because it kept coming up. People would email me about it. Justin, how do I do that? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to dig into this. And I reached out to Patio11 and Rob on Twitter. I'm like, hey, as solo founders, do you guys have some sort of support group? Or, and uh, Patio said, yeah, we have a campfire room where we hang out all day. It's like us and other founders. And an interesting thing happened. Nate Cotney replied and said, man, I would like to join one of these campfire rooms. And it was this and other things. You know, I was like, man, I'm noticing a trend here. So I formed a hypothesis. People want, solo founders want a support group so that they can stay motivated. And I kind of sat on this for a while. I realized this, and I'm like, man, there's probably a need here, but just sat on it. Then one day, I had a bad day at work. I was angry. Uh, how many of you guys have ever worked on a project at work that never shipped? Man, that sucks. You know, we worked on this feature forever, and it just wasn't shipping. So I came home that day, just pissed off, and I said, you know what I'm going to do today, tonight, is I'm going to create something and launch it and get someone to pay me tonight. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And I appropriately called the product, just fucking do it. A support group for solo founders, bootstrappers, and anyone launching their own thing. And this was just a, a completely, like, uh, it was a campfire room. Do you guys remember campfire? You know what I'm talking about? It's like group chat. Do you seriously not remember campfire? Okay. There's like some really young people over here that are like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, this, the first spots sold out in an hour. I actually made a mistake. I, I, I only was going to open it to 10 people, but I didn't think they would sell that fast. And I went to sleep. And it was just manual. I'm just like turning on Stripe billing and turning it off. And I forgot to turn it off, and I woke up, and there was 35 members that were there. And it was real simple. I built it, you know, HTML, MailChimp, Campfire, obviously, Stripe, memberful for the billing. And I kept working on it on the side. It was a side project. I kept iterating on it. Uh, this is what it looks like today. It's, uh, it's, been, it's evolved into Product People Club. My wife said, you can't keep calling it, just fucking do it. Like, let's, we got to have something a little more appropriate. It was especially hard during like kids' career days. You know, my, my kids are like... <laughs> uh, and, you know, the stack has evolved a little bit. But as a side project, something I just built while I was a product manager, uh, it's earned over $73,000 since I launched it. And, you know, very little custom code created by one person, me, built on the side, but it provided real value. Um, this is one of the early members, uh, Robert from Let's Workshop. Uh, we've had a lot. Of, uh, Samuel Hulick was an early member, a user on board. Uh, uh, Ryan Hoover was an early member. And so it provided real value for people. And since then, I just decided to keep launching projects. Some of you guys know I had a little problem with this for a while. <laughs> it was like started building things and launching them. You know, I had a lot of, uh, you know, pissed off days at work. And as I was launching these things over the years, uh, two got traction. Uh, some people asked me, like, why don't you keep making 100 things a year? Well, it's because two got traction. Uh, the first was marketing for developers. This is a course. Uh, it's hosted on Coach. They're sponsoring this. 
Um, and uh, yeah, this is my first kind of big hit. Uh, launched this. I, again, just listening to people. I, got a lot of, I had a lot of developers emailing me saying, uh, I built this app. How do I get customers? And so this was a response to that. And my second one, I just launched this, Tiny Marketing Wins. These are the two that put braces on my 14-year-old's face, basically. Uh, and I gradually built up the side income until last year, just last year, January 1st, 2016, I was able to go full-time just selling the things I make with computers. This is what my side income looked like uh, over the years. Indie income, 2012. And actually, if, I, if we could go back further, there was a point where it was a dollar. And then it became, you know, whatever, $100, and then eventually 2012, 10000 then 20000 then 40000 then 66000 and then last year it was 150000 And this um, is amazing to me, that I get to now earn a full-time income, I get to provide for my family, just from making things with computers. And if I could compare that frustrated person who was stuck in traffic. And I literally thought, while I was stuck in traffic, I thought, I'm never going to be where Rob and Mike are. Like, that's never going to happen for me. It just seemed way, way too far away. But if we look at the, if we look at, can I go back? If we look at this, it was just like gradual, over time, eventually it happened. And like I said, I'm an idiot. Like, you, can, you guys can do this way faster than me. All right, so that was the first part of my talk from MicroConf 2017. The full talk will be up soon on the MicroConf website, I think in the next three months or so, microconf.com. Thanks to lessfilms.com for providing the audio uh, for this episode. And uh, be sure to check them out if you need event videos, lessfilms.com. This music you're hearing is by striker-metal.com and this podcast is hosted, not toasted, on simplecast.fm. By the way, it was so great to meet so many uh, fans, people that listen to this show at MicroConf. Um, I really appreciate it when uh, people come up and say you know, that they get something out of the show, that it's helpful for them. Uh, if that's you... Reach out to me on Twitter. I'm the letter M, the letter I, Justin, M-I, Justin. Uh, write me a quick note to say, you know, you're listening and you're finding this helpful. You can also find the video version of this episode on YouTube, youtube.com slash Justin Jackson. And I would really like you to join my new newsletter. It's justinjackson.ca slash indie. Lessons, inspiration, and stories about going independent with your own projects. That's it for this week. I'll see you next Friday. All right, uh, let's take a little break. Um, how many of you, okay, how many of you have never made a dollar on the internet? Put up your hands. You've never made a dollar on the internet. Okay, so you know, keep them up for good sake. Come on, okay. Okay, so I never made a dollar on the internet. Uh, I'm going to give you, you're going to make your first dollar, one of you is going to make your first dollar from me, someone on the internet, I got one red-hot American dollar right here. Um, and uh, you also get a copy of my book, Joel. This is the only copy I ever printed. It's like full color, cost me $49. Um, <laughs> so this is what I want you to do. 
I want you guys to guess what socks I'm wearing. So the first person that can guess what kind of socks I'm wearing, I'll give you a hint. It's one of my favorite bands. Who, who knows? No? No? Anyone have an idea? Yeah, sorry? Iron Maiden. Six, six, six. <laughs> Number of... Awesome. Okay, who is that over there? Drew, all right. Drew, you, you've won this. Should we pass it back? Would that, will that even work? Okay, trust exercise. Here we go. Give her Drew. All right. Iron Maiden socks. I'll show them to you guys later. <laughs>